Sometimes Rapunzel gets bundled in towers. Sometimes the witch has her way. But when floundering at sea, you got a friend in me, Liv and Hannah. From frost to savannah, when unexpected in looking, just choppy. So ears wide and poppy, and a spoonful of Disney a day. Hello, Liv. Woo! Hello, Hannah. Welcome back. Yes, it's been the longest break we've had since lockdown began. It's been the longest break. Um, do you want to talk about what you were doing during that break? Mine was way less interesting. <laughs> uh, I didn't do anything particularly interesting. I went to see my mum, which was really, really nice because we haven't seen each other for a long time. Um, and that was it, really. But yeah, I did miss our daily dose of, of Disney. Yeah, it was weird. I'm also in utter shock that we're actually on day 55, even though we've taken a few breaks. <laughs> so we're actually more like on day like 60 or 62 or yeah, something. Yeah, of um, infinite days. Yeah. <laughs> I just spent the last four days or so um, reading Harry Potter, and I did manage to... Even though the sort of goalpost got moved back, I did manage to read all seven books in two and a half weeks. That's amazing. Which I think is quite cool. Um, in time for the quiz, a Harry Potter quiz that friend of the blog and podcast, Regina Smithers, hosted. And um, we didn't win, me and Molly. We did get beaten just at the tiebreaker. Um by Harrison and Maddie, but I am giving Maddie more credit for winning. And you know, oh, was she quite to... on top of it? Yeah, very much so. She was a very worthy opponent. Um, so I wasn't that bitter. It was just fun. So that's that's what I've been doing. It's nice. You must know so much about Harry Potter now. Do you know more about Harry Potter or about Disney now? Um I don't know, that's a difficult one. Because we haven't watched all the Disneys yet. So I wouldn't want to say that I know everything. But my knowledge is pretty wide now. I knew I know a lot more about Disney now than I did like at the beginning of this process. I thought I knew pretty much everything about Disney at the beginning of this process. And now I feel like my knowledge is only expanding exponentially. There was so much more to learn. So much more to know. As we get older and we realise that we don't know all the answers and we don't know all the information, <laughs> it was such a good time to just like be like, maybe I don't know everything about Disney. Like, that's okay. <laughs> it has been a growing moment for me, really. <laughs> so talk to me about uh, your positive thing for the day. I'd love to hear it. So this morning, me and my boyfriend went for a really nice picnic. We got, got up at like seven and then we cooked three different little salads. Um, and then we went out and walked around Battersea Park and then had the picnic and played some cards. Um, and then we came back and had a nap or kind of a nap, which is pretty, pretty amazing, really. That sounds lovely. It was really nice. What about you? 
Uh, well, mine is after weeks and weeks and weeks of complaining and begging, my parents have gone to buy a barbecue. Terrific. So that we can finally have some summer barbecues and they've bought loads of delicious food. So we're going to have burgers, sausages, chicken and chorizo kebabs. I think we've even oh, got God a minted dream. lamb steak. What? Um, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think that is what's brought me out of the terrible mood I've been in for the past few days. I've honestly <laughs> been an absolute nightmare to everyone around me. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just I'm just pleased for you. I'm I'm pleased for you. But it's only you I could possibly be pleased for because you're <laughs> that special to me. But I'm just tired of wanting to have barbecues and everyone's shooting me down at the moment. Who like, like when when did barbecues become not you know, not a thing. I know, we were discussing this earlier, and, like, yeah. I don't know why, because once you've got the barbecue, like, it's actually a really easy way of cooking things. You just, like, throw mm-hmm. things on there and then turn them over. It's, like, a social thing, because everyone can get involved. Um, And it's just fun, and it's just delicious. And it's, it like, is. a perfect and... thing to eat when it's warm. I don't understand why you would not want one every single night exactly my my mother just described it as slightly burnt food which i just that even if it's like it, it is sad and you know what i just i just want a barbecue it's, <laughs> it's all it's, i want it's deliciously like like smoky like charcoal food yeah it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful. well i'm really happy for you anyway and that's coming from a semi-genuine place Thank you so much. <laughs> um, hopefully, like the positivity of that will carry me through a few more days um, <laughs> of not being a bitch. You know, we can hope. Yeah, really, I should be kind of behind anything that makes you not a bitch at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they went to get the barbecue, and they just don't want to tell I mean, me. They're like, we were we're about to throw you out on the goddamn street. <laughs> um. So I suppose I've got like, well, I've I think I've got some genuine complaints at the moment. But in terms of petty complaints, um, mine is sort of that now I've finished reading Harry Potter, I don't know what to do with my time, and apart from eat barbecue, and now I have to sort of like accept that I need to start thinking about what I'm going to do with my life. And I find that quite... Maybe that isn't petty. That's quite stressful, but... That's a very stressful thing. I have to, like, start properly job hunting again. Not that there's any more jobs than there was when I last was properly job hunting. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What's yours? Yeah, it's all a bit of a mess. Um, what is my petty complaint today? Hmm... I think a similar thing, but not as big. I mean, obviously, so I'm I'm furloughed, but I still at the moment have my job. Yeah, just that kind of realization that you know the world is not normal anymore. The next one over has been playing a really really good playlist all day, and it's reminded me that all I want to be doing is getting dressed up and ready for like a festival or a hangout in the park. But actually, when we do get even slightly back to normal we won't be doing any of that we will be trying to save every single penny we have and trying to find cheap 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 houses and trying to put our lives back together 
So I feel robbed of a beautiful summer. I do. And I said to Liv earlier, all I want, like my perfect day right now would be to get some pals together and go down to Hampstead Ponds and have a little swim and then eat some delicious picnic dinner food and then play music off someone's speakers and drink a few ciders. And that's all I want in the world. But I can't have it. Nope. So it's a difficult time. You know, I don't, I don't even think time. we want that much. I don't think we even want much. I don't think it's too much to ask. But yeah, that's my petty complaint is that it's a beautiful summer. And it's, you know, all this weather and we're going to see none of it in the way that we'd like to. So that makes me really sad. But, you know, onwards and upwards. Lady in the Tramp too. <laughs> So yeah, um, today's film was Lady in the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. So um, I've got a lot to say, but before okay, we get into why don't you, it... Why don't you, you can kick us off if you want. But we need to do 10 second plot. Oh, we do. Um, you can go first. Okay, count me in. Three, two, one, go. Scamp is just like Tramp, except he wants to be a street dog, so he runs away because he's a little douche, but then he gets found, and then I can't remember what happens, and then there's a fight, and then there's a really sad fight, and everything's fine. <laughs> you lost it a little bit in the middle, but then you sort of... I did lose my way. I kind of forgot about sort of everything after the chicken stealing incident. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Scamp wants to just be a wild dog, so he runs away from his family and meets the junkyard dogs, but then he realises that being a junkyard dog actually has a lot of implications, then he nearly gets caught, but then he gets his family back. (laughs) Stop! You were going really deep in there. (laughs) Just to the core, real emotional core of the story. Yeah. So, I used to watch this film all the time, and... So I just felt like I need to mention that uh, Molly remembers that she used to watch it all the time with me and she came down about three quarters of the way through the film and during a particular sad ballad and just started crying her eyes out. Like I just, we were both so shocked by the response because it's an emotional film, sure, but it's not the most emotional. (laughs) Um, I think it just brought back some nice memories. Like I think it's better than the Lady in the Tramp one. Um, at what bit did Molly start crying? The family song. Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she hadn't watched the rest of it. She just remembered that that's what she just remembered the whole film. <laughs> I mean, the music was banging. I, w- I would agree that it was more interesting than Lady in the Tramp 1. I can't remember what I rated Lady in the Tramp 1. I think it may have got a higher rating just purely out of nostalgia. So I, d- I think I've watched this once. I, don't I think, think we were fun. much like nicer back then as well. Yeah, we were. We've changed just in the process of this. <laughs> oh, do you remember the sweet, simple days of day 23? <laughs> 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 um. But no, I think it was a more in- more interesting storyline. They kind of did a similar thing to what they did with Little Mermaid Two, where they made the daughter, or, the, or in this case, the son, the kind of o- and opposite 
of the old protagonists, which was interesting. Um, I don't know if he was the opposite, though, because, like, his dad always just wanted, like, Tramp, the dad, always just wanted to be a street dog and, like, a fuckboy. And then he met a woman and was like, oh, maybe maybe I'll try this out. So... His son just wants what he to have like a taste of the life that he had, and he's a fucking hypocrite for not letting him do it. I know, but it's a complicated parenting moment. I think I read your blog and realised we disagreed here. I thought Trump <laughs> was just being a bit of a brat, to be honest. Are we yeah, going then into like, which, are a... we going into character assassination? <laughs> okay, let's go into character assassination. He's yeah, um... I thought... I know he's a kid, and that's fine. He's a kid, so, and like... they're fucking horrible to him. They chain him up. I will go to Jim and Darling's house and beat the living <laughs> shit out of Jim for chaining Scamp outside. This just makes horrible. me worry about what. This makes me worry about well, a how how badly behaved your dogs are going to be, but b how strict I'm My going to be. My dogs will get away with everything. They will. I mean, I'm a believer in rules, so I kind of got it. I was like, yeah, Scamp can't be... They didn't done it. feed him. It was sunny him. outside. They, they did didn't. feed him. He no, they food. didn't, because Tramp brought him out something and said, thought you might be hungry, because they're fucking starving him, because they're evil people. No, I mean, he probably brought out food, because that's what every, every like, good cop parent does when they're, like, trying to make it up to you. It's like when your parents are like, oh, do you want an extra digestive? Don't tell your mum who put you in your room. Like, no. So, actually, bad parenting there from Trav and classic, classic dad move. Classic but, dad. Classic dad move. But, you know, I thought, you know, Scamp was just being a little bit of a knob. Like, he was like, I don't want rules. I don't want to be in this family just because I have to eat and, and sleep on sofas and not chew things. And he was just being a bit of a kid. Like, the, the, the daughters were fine with it. Everyone else was fine with it. Yeah, because the daughters were boring. <laughs> They were well, boring I and think... annoying, and like that's like bad. Yeah, char- that's bad female characterization. But they were. You boring. would not like Scamp. I'm gonna put it out there. If Scamp was your dog, you would not like him. Um, I'd probably appreciate his like. No, you wouldn't. If he chewed all your <laughs> shit and ran away, you would not like him. You want a dog to be fluffy and to cuddle you. Admit it. <laughs> yes, but. That's not all we're talking about right now. We're talking about a really complex character. Um, he just wants to experience life away from his family. Um, so he runs away. And there he meets um, a couple of problematic... Well, one particularly problematic person. So um, he goes to this junkyard. And the junkyard actually looks really fun. There's like old um, theme park rides that still work and stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's run by a dog called Buster, who we later find out is the most bitter person ever. <laughs> and then there's a puppy that's like the same age as Scamp called Angel. And then Buster's like always like Angel baby, like trying to like make a move on her because he's a fucking disgusting paedophile. And now I'm like, OK, maybe Scamp shouldn't have left because he's going to get groomed. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, I don't understand how that all that all that stuff was meant to work. It was a bit weird. Like the age difference between Buster and Angel was very strange. Because if they're saying, "Oh no, actually, Angel's an adult," then it's really fucking weird that she's trying to get a scam because he's a child. <laughs> he is objectively yeah. a child. So none of it really works. I mean, I'm guessing Buster is younger than Tramp because 
Trump taught Buster how to be a street dog, which makes me think that he That's must That's true, be... but he's still like a fully grown adult. Well, maybe Although he's just a not bigger mentally. dog. Like, maybe it's he just had like size. that. He had that like gruff. <laughs> he had that like <laughs> gruff old man. Like, come on, scamp! You want to be a junkyard dog? Like, kind of voice. <laughs> <laughs> Loved the impression. Loved it. Um, so yeah, it was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. I can't defend it really. Um, but so Buster's obviously like a weirdo, and he's like obsessed with Trump. Because him and, like you just said, Trump taught him everything he knew. And then Trump, like, got married and left him. And, like, that's happened to all of us. But, like, just get a bit of a grit. Like, grow up. (laughs) Yeah. And also then he got to be in charge of all the street dogs. Well, exactly. What's the big deal? And he's, like, trying to use Scamp to, like, enact revenge. Like, okay, just, like, admit you're in love with him. Just, like, oh, my God. (laughs) It's such a weird, it's it's such such a normal reaction. I mean, we just disagree here because you want you just want everyone to be in love with each other in Disney. No, and who was it who you did this? With I before? just think I can't remember who it was. Um, Robin Hood and Little John, who yeah, definitely Robin Hood and Little John. They were definitely they're in just love. friends. No, I don't say this about everybody. I'm just saying there's a lot of male relationships that are clearly more than friendship, but they don't want to admit it. This is just of what the patriarchy this is... because of homophobia, and this is one of them. And look how toxic it's turned. I think this is just your way, basically, of saying you're in love with me because you don't believe in true friendship. <laughs> That's how I'm reading this. I'm going to turn your children against you. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> no one listening to this has any context for that sentence. So you just sound like a right bitch now. But <laughs> I'm going to slowly and cleverly turn them against you. You just wait. <laughs> you won't even see it happening. Well, clearly I'm going to be chaining them up in dog houses, so it won't be difficult to do. <laughs> and I'll be coming and being like, come to the junk card with me, but not in like a weird pedo way. Like, oh, this has gone, this has gone wrong. <laughs> this, has gone, this has gone too far now. Um, what do you think of Angel as a character? I think, yeah, she's a good character. I think it's nice. she's like a good, strong female type character, isn't she, to an extent? Yeah, she's independent, but she's not afraid to be like, actually, it would be quite nice to have a family. She's like yeah. a real, she's got some layers. She's got a lot of layers. I think she's she's good and complex. I liked her. Um, I think Lady is completely underused in this film. Like she might, might as well just be called Tramp and Scamp. <laughs> Tramp and Scamp. Scamp's Grand Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't Which know what... Which is not fair on Lady. I don't know why they just ignored Lady. Um, Lady's yeah. less annoying than Tramp. Like, I just think Tramp's a bit of a knob. I know, I quite liked Tramp, but I can see why you don't like him. I mean, look, he was he was trying. Um, I just think he's a hypocrite. I mean, yeah, but I think parenthood is a lot about being a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're right. Um trying to think if there's any other characters oh um i'm trying to think if i allowed my children to do everything i've done (laughs) how the hell that would go down it's not like i mean i don't know (laughs) i don't i can't i can't start talking about shit like this i don't have fucking kids i don't know how to be a parent um so the Siamese cats were back but luckily they didn't have a speaking role which definitely was for the best yeah, I think it's good that they cut that out. 
they were like, let's not make that little mistake again. <laughs> and then that, that's, that's sort of the main... Oh, like the, the Scottish dog and the dog that couldn't smell were back, which is nice. Nice to have them back. Yeah, they came back. But they came back kind of to the same level as Lady from Lady and the Tramp, yeah. which was just crazy. Lady, whose name is in the title of the film. <laughs> and then we had the dog catcher. Um, and I don't really understand why he's still a dog catcher. But I mean, like, it's, it's really shit at his job. Yeah, but like, this is set quite a while ago and they're the US and there probably wasn't many jobs. So, you know, delving into the socioeconomic context of the film. <laughs> but also... Maybe it's just post coronavirus and that's literally all he could get. Oh, shit. What if I have to work in a. What? I couldn't remember what a dog pound was called, mostly because they I don't think they've been a thing for a really long time. So I was just like, dog prison? Dog <laughs> prison. But it is sort of like a dog prison. Maybe I'll have to work it's, in a dog prison. It is kind of like a dog prison. I don't really understand it because I'm guessing that's what like Battersea Dogs Home is, right? No, because that's like a kennels where they like they don't they and like so treat why do them they just well take all and they the rescue dogs? them. But this is yeah. like dog prison because they're just I don't know I guess they're just waiting to like put them down or like something really horrific. Hmm. This has taken a sad turn. It has. Let's talk about songs. Songs were good. Yeah. Um. Good effort. A lot more Still not songs good... than the original Lady in the Tram. Yeah, a lot of original music. Um. No, I don't. I still don't think the score is as good as any of the good scores from the originals, if that makes sense. I'd still put it below really good original films, but like very, de- very definitely the best sequel we've had in term like in terms of music. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So like, as soon as the songs came on, I could remember them. And I was like having a bit of a sing along, like the junkyard dog song. That's really fun. The family song literally brought Molly to tears. Um, and there's another couple of good songs in there. Not, yeah. I, I mean, I can't remember the titles, but they'd stuck somewhere in my brain, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. I think they were they were very decent, very decent attempt. And um, a little bit of feminist time. I don't think it passes the Bachdell test because the only female character they actually use to any extent is Angel, who is cool. Yep, um, I don't think it does. And I'm not even sure it passes yours. No, because it's literally got like one main female character and the rest of them are men. Yeah, so sad times. Which is a shame, um, because Angel was a cool character. So they could and they could have done more with Lady. You know, yeah, Lady could have like Lady could have had like a slightly different opinion to Trump. There could have been a bit of conflict there, but um, no, it just was a father and son story. I think they just could have made a little bit more of of Lady and Trump looking for scam. Oh yeah, that was literally like. It was just like of the film. Oh no! Oh wait, he's at the picnic. Oh no! Oh ah! I don't know. It was. Oh, he's back, and it was Trump and not Lady that saved him. Lady's very useful, you know. Bring her out. More could have been done there. So, what do you think the message was of this film, Liv? What do you think we're meant to take away? 
I think it's probably that family are always there for you. Something like that. Family. <laughs> family. <laughs> I think what it's like, think? don't chain up your dog without food because it'll run away and like get groomed by a fucking paedophile gang dog leader. Oh and then it'll be all, all I'm saying fault. is that animals need structure. <laughs> Like, they just need rules. Maybe that's the message. Animals need structure. They do. We thrive. We? Ooh, hello. Why am I an animal now? They thrive in structure. (laughs) I just want to play devil's advocate for a second, though. So I think you're definitely right on a serious note. There's something about family will always be there for you. Um, But then the only message they're pushing is, like, the traditional family. Do you know what I mean? And sorry, huh? Where is it? Oh, it's downstairs in the living room next to the sofa. Thank you. Carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're really just pushing like that family is best, that like the traditional family, and at the end, all the junkyard dogs are like, I want a family. But, like, I feel like that's not a very progressive message because I feel like these days it's, like, family is what you make it. But this is, like, no, you need to go to a home with a mum and a dad and some children and some other dogs. Yeah, no, I do understand what you mean. It's quite... The thing is, it's always going to be quite tricky, isn't it, to get a lot of different stuff in to one message. But I think, yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. They could have probably had Angel stay and create more of a family dynamic within the junkyard dogs. I mean, they weren't going to go that deep. I'm just being... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being I'm just indulging you. But they could could do that. So, yeah, no, you are right. And you are right that a lot of other films are kind of like, family is anyone, and this one is like, family, your family Family is your family. Family is the nuclear family. And don't leave your family, even if they chain you outside with no food. They didn't chain him outside with no food. They did. I'm going to get proof. Um, so what did you rate this? Because I rated it quite highly. I actually just gave it an 8.5 because I think it's a fucking great film. Yeah, I mean, I think the excitement of the barbecue has gone to your head. Um, I think there was a lot maybe... of emo- emotions are quite high in the Westall household. <laughs> That's fair enough. It's I gave it a seven because it's definitely the best sequel, but I still wouldn't put it above. I think this might be the best many. sequel we see. You know, I'm not gonna. It might be. I'm not gonna stand by that. I think it could definitely be in the running. It could definitely be in the running. Um, I've got a couple others in mind that might be okay. Um, so they might, you know, they might be bearable. They might not result I'm... in me like, during the enchanted Christmas when I was just led on the floor <laughs> saying, "When will it be over?" I think it's, you know, I think this is a film I'd watch again happily. Mm. Um, but it's not, you know, yeah, it it was fine. I don't think it was an eight point five. I definitely don't think it was as bad as the other, so it didn't deserve a six. I think no, it was... and it's actually, it's better than some of the like classic Disney films. I'm just saying it. It just yeah, it definitely had a more I think for me it's difficult because it had a more interesting storyline, but I just have lots of nostalgia for the old ones. Yeah. So it's hard for me to be objective. Yeah. I feel you. So I think we've probably already answered this question, but um 
was it worth it? Was it worth Disney's time, all these people's time? Was it worth our time? Should they have made it? I think absolutely yes. And I think it's really added something lovely and positive to the world. And I think they should make a third one. Yeah, I think it was a good film. Um, I think I would, I would, yeah, I think I would definitely have made this film. So. Me too. What a nice surprise. It was a nice surprise. What a lovely way to welcome ourselves back. And now a question that is everyone wants, but in the situation of films like this, it's it's, it's not the easiest question to answer. This, you know, it's not. I feel weird about it already. Um, are you going to have sex with anyone from Lady and the Tramp 2 Scamps Adventure? Is it going to be your Disney sex film? <laughs> Um, I'd have sex with Tramp. I probably would, even though I've just been chatting loads of shit about him. But like, <laughs> he, he's you know that he's got a lot of experience. <laughs> we all love a fuck boy. Um, yeah, no, I think I'd have sex with Tramp. You know? Yeah, no, that that would be it. Um, everyone else is either a paedophile, boring, or a child, and that's a terrible yeah. combination of things. That is. So, thanks for joining us again. Uh, like you said, it's been a lovely film to come back to, and I'm really, yes. I'm happy to be to be doing this again. Definitely, it's been weird to have so much time off. Is there anything um, you I want to say before we go? Yeah, uh, follow us on um, Instagram and follow us on Facebook and post us questions if you want us to answer any of them. Perfect. Look how short that was. <laughs> We're so synced now. Follow us on social media and not in real life. Apart from two metres away. We, I've actually got to the point where like, I've told my sister she can't go in Tesco because um, she will end up in a physical fight because we're getting so angry about how dumb people are. People are stupid. So... <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I won't go into a run. I'll stop there. We've been Hannah and Liv with a Disney and a... Keeps the runner away. But this sequel might help you not get corona. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Yay!